Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. One of the most tender ways the scriptures describe Jesus is as the good shepherd. John 10, verse 11. A shepherd's job is physically demanding and it's often very dangerous. The well being of the shepherd's sheep, they, they consume a shepherd's entire life. But how does this apply to Jesus? Well, first of all, in John chapter 10, Jesus talks about himself as being the good shepherd. And he says that, first of all, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. In John 10, verse 11 and verse 15, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And again, in verse 15, as the father knows me, even so I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. While a hired hand, while a hireling, Jesus says in John 10, 12, will run at the first sign of danger, the good shepherd will protect his sheep, even if it cost him his life. Jesus knew that his role as the good shepherd would require him to lay down his life for his sheep. He says that in John 10, verse 17, Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep, and Jesus knew that being the good shepherd over his flock, over his sheep, was going to require his very life. He also knew that he had the power to take his life up again. Jesus' sheep do not follow a dead shepherd, but a living one. So when we think about Jesus as being the good shepherd, we first notice that Jesus says the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Jesus has done that, but Jesus has not remained dead. He has not remained in the tomb, but Jesus has been raised from the dead. He is the living shepherd even to this day. But also, not only does the good shepherd know his sheep, but the good shepherd Uh, Not only does he give his life for the sheep, but he also knows his sheep. Jesus said in John 10, verse 14, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the good shepherd, Jesus knows those who are, and he knows those who are not his sheep. Jesus told the Jews later on in John 10, verse 26, You do not believe because you are not of my sheep, as I said to you. Today, many claim to be to be God's sheep, just as many of the Jews did during the life of Jesus. However, Jesus knows who the imposters are and who are truly his sheep because he is the good shepherd. He knows who is following him and who is not. He knows who is living a hypocritical life and who is truly his disciple. 
The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. The good shepherd knows his sheep. But also Jesus goes on to say that the good shepherd knows the Father. As we read a moment ago in John 10, 15, as the Father knows me, Jesus said, even so, I know the Father. The same word used to describe how Jesus knows his sheep is the same word used to describe how Jesus knows the Father. Jesus recognizes and he knows the Father as well as he knows his sheep. You think about how close that relationship is between Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, and the Father in heaven. That's how close the relationship is between Jesus and his sheep. Because of this, Jesus is a, as the Hebrews writer says in Hebrews 2.17, Jesus is a merciful and a faithful high priest in things pertaining to God. He understands God's side of things. And he makes propitiation. He is the atoning sacrifice for the sins of the people. Jesus, because he knows us both, he understands everything we both need and require. Jesus understands the Father and humanity perfectly. Therefore, he's able to to reconcile us. He's able to bring us back to God. Jesus, in in this chapter, in John chapter 10, Jesus made a promise to his sheep that that is often abused and it's ripped out of its context to promote a false teaching that you've probably heard of before. It's called, once saved, always saved. What Jesus said in John 10, verse 28, he said, speaking of his sheep, and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. So some take this verse to say, well, that means that once you're a part of Jesus's flock, once you're one of his sheep, you can you can never be, be taken. You can never be snatched out of the Father's hand. In other words, you can never be lost. While this is indeed a, a wonderful and glorious promise that Jesus makes, there is a condition that's placed upon this promise. And that comes in verse 27, where Jesus also points out that the good shepherd sheep hear his voice and follow him. My sheep, Jesus says, hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Hearing and following the good shepherd is something that Jesus' sheep must continue to do. The promise that Jesus makes in John chapter 10, verse 28, where he gives them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. That promise is made to Jesus' sheep who keep hearing and keep following him. The promise is not extended to sheep who no longer hear his voice and who no longer follow him. Certainly, we can have assurance that, that we are saved. But we must remain faithful. We must, as John talks about in 1 John chapter 1, we must walk in the light as he is in the light so that we have fellowship one with another, so that us and God have fellowship and so that the blood of Jesus Christ continues to cleanse us from all sin. If we, if we choose to step away from the light, to step out of the light and to go our own way, to quit listening to the shepherd and to follow our own path, we are removing ourselves 
from the place where we can have assurance of our salvation. And so then, Jesus really, after talking about himself as being the good shepherd and then how the the sheep will hear his voice, what will we do with the good shepherd? If we desire the comfort and the security and the peace that the good shepherd offers, then we must keep on hearing his voice and we must keep on following him. So the question to us, after we have considered Jesus to be the good shepherd, the question for us is, will we do what the good shepherd commands to have what he has promised? Will we follow where the good shepherd leads us? I appreciate, I appreciate you listening to this episode. I hope you'll check out other uh, podcasts on the Scattered Abroad Network. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and as always, stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.